T-cell invigoration to tumor burden ratio associated with anti-PD-1 response. An article by Alexander Huang, John Wary and others from University of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, USA and other institutes. Nature, 2017. Despite the success of monotherapies based on blockades of programmed cell death 1 PD-1 in human melanoma, most patients do not experience durable clinical benefit. Here, existing T-cell infiltration and or the presence of PDL1 in tumors may be used as indicators of clinical response. However, blood-based profiling to understand the mechanisms of PD-1 blockade has not been widely explored. Here we use immune profiling of peripheral blood from patients with stage 4 melanoma before and after treatment with PD-1 targeting antibody Pemprolizumab and identify pharmacodynamic changes in circulating exhausted phenotype CD8 T cells. Most of the patients demonstrated an immunological response to Pemprolizumab. Clinical failure in many patients was not solely due to an ability to induce immune reinvigoration, but rather resulted from an imbalance between T-cell reinvigoration and tumor burden. The magnitude of reinvigoration and circulating Tx cells determined in relation of pretreatment tumor burden correlated with clinical response by focused profiling of a mechanistically relevant circulating T-cell subpopulation calibrated to pre-treatment disease burden, we identify a clinically accessible potential on treatment predictor of response to PD-1 blockade. CD8 T-cells can mount responses against many human cancer types especially those with higher mutational burden. Indeed, pre-existing T-cell infiltration can be a positive prognostic indicator in a variety of cancers. Moreover, PDL1 expression in tumors is in some cases associated with T-cell responses. However, these CD8 T-cell responses often fail to eradicate tumors and cells can become dysfunctional or exhausted. Tx cells have weak, though not absent, effective function and undergo an altered pattern of differentiation compared to factor TF and memory TMAME CD8 T-cells. Tx cells are also actively restrained by inhibitor receptors, including PD-1. Blocking the PD-1 pathway can partially reinvigorate Tx cells in preclinical models and has led to positive clinical responses in a number of human cancers, including melanoma. However, despite the success of PD-1-based monotherapies in human melanoma, the majority of patients do not have durable clinical benefit. A major remaining challenge is identifying which patients will respond to anti-PD-1 therapy and defining the reasons for success versus failure of the treatment. Some pre-treatment predictors of response to PD-1 blockades have been reported, such as the presence of T-cells in the tumor 
and or PDL1 expression in biopsies, but these indicators remain suboptimal. In addition, it has been unclear whether peripheral blood profiling can be used to detect responses to checkpoint blockade, identify the relevant responding cell types, and allow insights into the underlying immunological mechanisms of ongoing clinical response. Healthy donor versus melanoma patients. We enrolled 29 patients with stage 4 melanoma treated with the NTPD1 antibody Pembronizumab, Pembro. All patients have previously received anti-CTLA-4 therapy. Patients were treated with Prembo and blood was obtained before therapy and every 3 weeks during therapy for a total of 12 weeks. 62% of patients did not have any objective clinical response determined on the basis of immune resist response evaluation criteria in soy tumors, criteria consistent with published trials. Peripheral blood T-cells from patients with melanoma were first compared to those from age-matched healthy donors using high-dimensional flow cytometry. The frequencies of CD4 and CD8 T-cells, memory T-cell subsets and CD4 and CD8 T-cell co-expression of inhibitory receptors were similar. However, patients with melanoma had a higher frequency of CD4+, FOXP3+, T-cells and KI67 expression by FOXP3+, cells. KI67 expression was also increased in CD8 T-cells from patients with melanoma. Predominantly, in the PD1 plus CD8 T cell subset, suggesting a pre existing immune response. Pharmacodynamic immune response to NTPD1 KI67 is a mark of cell proliferation and T cell reinvigoration in mouse models. Upon checkpoint blockade, as well as in humans receiving anti-CTL4 treatment plus radiation. Thus, we examined changes in KI67 expression in more detail. Indeed, the frequency of KI67 plus CD8 T cells was increased at three weeks after Primbo treatment and then declined in most patients. The responding KI67 plus CD8 T cell population was larger CD45, RA, LO, CD27, HA, I, and contained cells with high expression of CTLA4, 2B4, and PD1. Moreover, the responding KI67 plus cells were EMIS, HI, and TBET. LO, consistent with the phenotype of TX cells. In contrast, the KI67 plus population in healthy donors was largely EMIS, HI, TBET, HI, and CD27, IO, consistent with an effective phenotype. In addition to CD8 T cells, KI67 increased 
in FOXP3- CD4 T cells and FOXP3+ CD4 T cells following PIMBRO treatment, mainly in the PD1+ subset of each population. Neither FOXP3- nor FOXP3+ CD4 T cell responses correlated with clinical outcome. The increase of KI67 expression was most prominent in the PD1+ versus PD1- CD8 T cells. Moreover, this KI67 response in the PD1+ subset peaked at 3 weeks after treatment compared to the PD1- subset. The time since last dose of anti-CTLA4 therapy did not correlate with subsequent post-PEMBRO KI67 levels or treatment response, suggesting that the immunologic response observed in this instance was mainly due to anti-PD1 therapy. In healthy donors, KI67 expression by PD1 plus CD8 T cells fired little over three weeks, changing 1.1 fold plus minus 0.37. In contrast, the majority of patients with melanoma had a biologically meaningful increase in KI67 in the PD1 plus CD8 T cells after treatment. Despite this 74% immunologic response rate, only 38% achieved a clinical response, indicating that not all patients with an immunologic response to PIMBRO have clinical benefits. Reinvigorated TX cells detected in peripheral blood. We next assessed whether CD8 T cells that co-expressed PD1 and other inhibitor receptors provided greater position in tracking the pharmacodynamic effects of PD1 blockade. Circulating populations of PD1 plus CTLA4 plus CD8 T cells were largely humans. HI, TBET-LO, and CD45-RALO-CD27HI. Furthermore, around 50% of PD1 plus CTLA4 plus cells expressed KI67 before treatment, consistent with data on TX cells in mice, and these increased to around 75% after treatment. There was substantially lower KI67 expression in the PD1 plus CTLA4 minus T cells. Addition of a third inhibitor receptor or focusing on the recently described PD1 plus CXC R5 plus TCF1 plus subset, further enrichment for cells responding to anti PD1 therapy. Moreover, IFN gamma producing PD1 plus CTLA4 plus and PD1 plus CXCR5 plus subsets increased after anti PD1 therapy consistent with reinvigoration of TX cells. To characterize further the PIMBRO reactive T cells, we used mass cytometry and RNA sequencing. For mass cytometry, we used high-dimensional visualization and unsupervised clustering. PD-1 is known to be expressed not only by TX cells, 
but also factor effector memory and center memory CD80 cells. Indeed, memory and effector populations were among PD1 expressing CD80 cells. However, a third population expressing markers of exhaustion, for example, EMS CD39, was also identified the increase in frequency in KI67 expression after NTPD1 therapy. This population of circulating TX cells had low expression in granzyme B and perforin but high granzyme A and K before and after NTPD1 therapy. RNA sequencing from total CD8 T cells identify few transcripts that robustly changed following treatment. However, focusing on genes with altered expression following the same pattern as KI67 in bulk CD80 cells read transcriptional changes consistent with TX cells. These analyses identified increased expression of CTLA4, HAVCR2, HLADRB1, and CD38 in changes in pathways including proliferation, metabolism, CD28, co-stimulation, and JNK signaling. Moreover, to set the top 50 positive chain correlates to KI67 was highly enriched for a signature of TX cells reinvigorated by PD1 blockade previously obtained in the LCMV system in mice. Together, these data identified a circulating population with a TX cell phenotype in the blood and real changes in this population following NTPD1 therapy, consistent with reinvigoration of TX cells. Responding T cell clones from blood found in tumor. Both new antigen and shared antigen specific T cells have been identified in the circulating PD1 plus CD8 T cell population. Moreover, there is clonal overlap between these cells in the blood and tumor infiltrating T cells. To explore these relationships following NTPD1 therapy, CD8 T cells from the blood were sorted at the peak of KI67 expression after treatment from three responders and three non-responders, and the T cell receptor repertoire was compared to pre-treatment tumor infiltrating T cells. Many of the top 10 tumor infiltrating T cell clones were readily identifiable in the blood after therapy including the two most abundant clones by frequency in all cases, regardless of clinical response. We then determined whether these shared clones were present in the population responding to NTPD1 therapy. To avoid permeabilization, responding cells were sorted using expression of HLA, DR and CD38, rather than KI67. Approximately 80% mean 80.1% of the HLADR plus CD38 plus CDT cells expressed KI67 and these HLADR plus CD38 plus cells responded with similar kinetics as KI67 plus CD8 T cells. CD38 among the top 50 correlates of KI67 
and these HLA DR plus CD38 plus cells were reached for markers of TX cells. Across six patterns, 14 clones were present among the top 10 clones in both the tumor and blood. All of these 14 out of 14 were HLA DR plus CD38 plus in blood, extending to the top 100 clones. 18 out of 19 clones shared between blood and tumor were HLA DR plus CD38 plus, whereas a mixture of activated and resting phenotypes was found for clones that were only found in the blood and not tumor. These observations support the notion that KI67 plus TX cells in the blood are reinvigorated by NTPD1 therapy and contain these cell clones that are also present in the tumor. T cell reinvigoration correlates with human burden. Antigen burden is a key determinant of a severity of exhaustions and reinvigoration of TX cells by PD1 therapy in preclinical models. To test this idea in patients, with melanoma, we developed a practical approach to estimate antigen burden using all measurable tumor lesions on the pretreatment imaging scan. Indeed, higher tumor burden was associated with more KI67 plus CD80 cells both before and after therapy. Random forest modeling of 39 immune parameters at three weeks showed the KI67 plus CD80 cells were the strongest correlate of tumor burden. This correlation was also detectable before treatment, but became stronger after treatment, suggesting a pre-existing CD80 cell response related to tumor burden, augmented by NTPD1 therapy. Reinvigoration tumor ratio affects clinical outcome. It was possible that larger baseline immune responses would correlate with clinical response. However, higher pretreatment KI67 levels in PD1 plus CD80 cells were in fact an indicator of pure prognosis. A large immune response before treatment may reflect higher tumor burden that itself is a poor prognostic indicator. Indeed, patients who progressed on NTPD1 therapy had evidence of systematic inflammation at baseline. Random forest analysis showed that KI67 alone did not correlate with clinical outcome. He therefore hypothesized that it was not the absolute magnitude of reinvigoration that mattered, but rather that the ratio of TX cell reinvigoration to tumor burden might better predict clinical outcome. To test this, we examined clinical responses in relation to the fold change of PD1 plus KI67 plus CD8 T cells after NTPD1 therapy, adjusted for baseline tumor burden. Patients with longer progression-free survival (PFS) generally had a low tumor burden and clusters above the fold change of PD1 plus. KI67 plus CD8 T cells to tumor burden regression line, suggesting the ratio of TX cells reinvigoration to tumor burden 
might be associated with clinical outcome. Moreover, instead of all change, the required measurements both before and after treatment, a higher ratio of KI67 plus CD8 T cells to tumor burden, a deposed treatment peak, T cell response time point was associated with better clinical outcomes. Responders clustered above the PD1 plus KI67 plus cell to tumor burden regression line, whereas no responders largely fell below. Classification and regression tree card analysis identified a KI67 to tumor burden ratio of 1.94. That suggested patients by clinical outcomes as early as six weeks into therapy. A KI67 to tumor burden ratio greater than 1.94 at six weeks was associated with better outcome by objective response rate. PFS and overall survival. Moreover, by mass cytometry, the three patients with clinical benefit showed expansion of TH cells, whereas the patient who progressed showed an expansion of TF cells, supporting the idea that reinvigoration of TH cells is important. Other variables were examined by multivariate regression modeling implicating additional roles of breath status that may be related to tumor-infiltrating lymphocytes upon breath inhibition and lactate dehydrogenase, a potential circulating proxy for tumor burden, and no negative prognostic indicator in stage 4 melanoma. Moreover, data from a subset of patients also suggested a role for PDL1 expression in the tumor of mutational burden consistent with published observations. Thus, extending this modeling to include other variables will be important in the future. A second independent cohort of patients with advanced melanoma that was treated with Pembro was analyzed. Flow cytometry was performed on the CD8T cells from a subset of patients involved in clinical trial and CT01 Data from this code confirmed preferential reinvigoration of PD1 and PD1 CDLA4 CD8 T cells after Pembro treatment. These analyses also demonstrated that a KI67 to tumor burden ratio of 1.94 was associated with overall survival by six weeks after treatment. These key observations in an independent recruited and analyzed code support the idea that the relationship between reinvigorated CD8 T cells in the blood and overall tumor burden correlates with clinical outcome. Discussion Here we report several findings relevant to the understanding of response to PD-1 blockade in patients with advanced melanoma. First, most patients have an on-target immunological effect of PD-1 blockade on CD8 T cells, and this effect can be detected, longitudinally monitored and mechanistically interrogated in the peripheral blood. Second, we identify TX cells as a major target of PD-1 blockade in most patients with melanoma 
allowing us to develop a reinvigoration score by relating changes in circulating TX cells to tumor burden. Third, most patients have a single peak of PD-1 blockade induced immune reinvigoration despite ongoing treatment. Fourth, these responding TX cells in the blood contain TCR clonotypes shared with tumor infiltrating T cells. Finally, we identify that the ratio of TX cell reinvigoration to tumor burden can distinguish clinical outcomes and predict responses. The relationship between TX cell reinvigoration and tumor burden suggests a calibration of immune responses to antigen burden and raises the possibility that even robust reinvigoration by NTPD1 therapy may be clinically ineffective if the tumor burden is high. On the basis of these observations, it might be possible to delineate classes of predicted therapeutic failures. Tumor burden alone is not a perfect predictor of response to NTPD1 therapy and has been challenging to define on treatment predictive markers. An untreated biomarker is not only valuable by helping to define clinical responses as early as possible, but also in informing the type of immunological failure and tailor subsequent therapies. It is likely that other parameters, such as anatomical location of metastasis, PDL1 expression, and mutational phenotype, will add further resolution to this relationship between T cell reinvigoration and tumor burden. Recognizing, on the basis of tumor burden, that the amount of reinvigoration induced by PD-1 blockades in a given patient may be inadequate, allows for early clinical intervention, for example, with additional immune or targeted therapies. It will be important to test if the approaches reported here can be extended to other, especially less immunologic, tumor types. However, the current study not only illustrates the on-target pharmacodynamic immune effect of PD-1 blockade and utility of blood-based immune monitoring, but also identifies a potential novel predictive biomarker and a framework for future mechanistic dissection by revealing the relationship between overall tumor burden and magnitude of immune reinvigoration by PD-1 blockade. Thank you for listening to Pub Reading. Follow me on Twitter where you can find more articles and stay in touch.